Welcome to Tech in the Right Direction, the podcast. This week, I'll be speaking with Stephanie Shreve. Stephanie is Chief Marketing Officer at PowerCord. Before taking on this title, Stephanie served as the Vice President of Partner Engagement at PowerCord since 2019. With over 20 plus years of experience, Stephanie has a proven track record of leading high-performing teams and creating solutions that drive business results. She embraces the opportunities presented by emerging technologies to reach new markets and grow business. Welcome to the show, Stephanie. I'm so excited to have you on. Well, thank you, Jennifer. I'm very glad to be joining you today. Great. Well, let's get started. So, um, Stephanie, as a woman in tech, can you share with us your career journey and how you got to where you are today? Sure. Yeah, I'd be happy to. Uh, as I was thinking about it, I thought how interesting it is, you know, the the way to phrase that question as a woman in tech, how many women have actually influenced my career um, all the way back from my advisor when I was in college uh, was a, a woman named Dr. Susan Gonder. She was very helpful in sort of leading me down the path that I was on um, to my first internship that turned into my first job. And actually a, a woman at that job led me to my second job. And, you know, it's really um, been interesting how I've had so many great women mentors over the years. Um, I started off actually in graphic design in my first job. And then um, through that, got into um, kind of account management and working with our clients and, um, you know, started off at a traditional creative agency where we were doing a lot of newspaper and television and long form uh, TV spots. And then uh, through that relationship uh, came where I am today at PowerCord, um, where we're a digital agency and a software development company. So it's really been a, a fun journey over the years. I love that you, you mentioned how many women influenced your career because sometimes you don't think about that, you know, and so in pondering and thinking and reflecting back, it, it does come to mind and that's great. Yeah, yeah, it really is nice to see how many, uh, you know, women have uh, lifted me up over the years <laughs> and uh, hopefully I can do the same for others. Yeah, and that's so important for us to lift each other up. That is critical. Can you share with us more about your elite group at PowerCord? Yes, uh, that's a relatively new group that we have. Um, it stands for Empowering Ladies in Technology Everywhere. Uh, we just started that um, a year ago or so as an employee resource group. So it's just an opportunity for people within PowerCord who have kind of a passion for empowering ladies in technology and for us to get together. I'm the executive sponsor of the group. Um, we do have a president and a secretary and then our, our team members, of course. And uh, we meet monthly and it's just a really nice opportunity to talk about everybody's experiences, um, good and bad. Um, we've had a book club um, you might know Brene Brown. Um, mm -hmm. We book club with one of her books. And, um, you know, we've talked about different programs and um, held a few different events. So it's really been a nice, a nice way to get together and just talk about something that we're all passionate about. 
That's great. I love Brene Brown. Um, definitely you have read her books and listened to her podcast and all kinds of things. Mm-hmm. And um, I love the, the name Elite. I love that. Um, that's amazing. And, and so you meet monthly. Um, do you have guest speakers there? Do you talk about challenges? Tell me a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Yes, we do talk about challenges. You know, I have been very fortunate in my career and, you know, I've never had any situation where I've thought, oh, I, you know, I, if I were a man, this would have been different. You know, I feel like I've been very fortunate, but there are others who I think, you know, they've shared experiences where, you know, maybe they felt like they weren't as heard or, mm-hmm. um, you know, they had to really go above and beyond um, in in a group or some aspect of their career. And, you know, so it's been uh, very interesting for all of us to be able to talk about that together and, and to see, you know, what can we do? Um, Our real focus is on um, younger women who are kind of coming up into the field. So, Mm -hmm. you know, there's a lot of stats about how young women, especially in high school, you know, all of a sudden STEM type classes aren't cool Mm -hmm. anymore. And, you know, they don't want to do math or science or engineering even really seems like something that a lot of young women just aren't thinking about. And so, you know, one of the goals that we put on ourselves is, you know, how can we influence young Mm -hmm. women? And um, we've been really pretty much focused locally. We're based in St. Petersburg, Florida. So we've been focused locally, you know, how can we work with young women who mm-hmm. may not have considered a career in STEM or co- considered a career in technology? And how can we work with them and kind of just uh, invite them to, to take a look at it and see what's there and if it's something that might be interesting to them? I love that. Um, you know, something to think about is maybe take three or four of your women within your elite group create a panel, and then maybe have a field trip for these girls to come come out, or you could do it virtually, that they can watch and see because, you know, they have to see somebody in, their, in, in a role for them to really believe that they can do it. So a lot of times is, you know, if they can see it and they say, wow, she, she can do it, I can do it, you know? Right. And so it's really great to do you know, some panel discussions like that and have these young girls talk to you. I don't know if you've done something like that, but just an idea. Yeah, I I love that idea. We have actually not brought anyone to us. And Mm -hmm. mainly that's because we are in between offices. So we had a a big office space and now we're a hybrid work environment. We can come into the office or not. So we're, we're remodeling. And uh, we'll actually have our grand um, our grand opening on March 31st of the new office. So oh, okay. It would be a super time to bring bring them in. But we have gone out to two mm-hmm. different groups. Uh, we had uh, one event we did with the Girl Scouts, and I really nice. had so much fun with them. Um, some of their badges are for coding, and um, oh. very specifically coding for good. So uh-huh. what I, I loved about that was, you know, it wasn't just about technology, but how can they use technology in a positive way? 
Mm-hmm. So, you know, it was fun to talk with them about that because there's so many opportunities out there. You know, we talked about robots that can pull trash out of the ocean and just mm-hmm. all the things that, you know, technology has available and, and could do even more in the future. And then started introducing them to some different concepts from coding. And um, so it was really a really fun event. To um, I love that. Yeah. I love what you're doing with that. That's great. Yeah. So, you know, I am very, very passionate about focusing on the young girls because I know that, that they are our future. You know, we're never going to get there with building a pipeline if we don't start with the girls ages 8 to 13 or like their prime time to get, get to them. And yeah. if you can do that age group, then you're going to influence them enough to get them interested and excited about technology. Because I remember I talked to my daughter's um, college women in business group and nobody was interested in technology. <laughs> it was too late. You know, they, they had their careers already mapped out. They knew what they wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And technology was not one of it. Mm-hmm. So it's really interesting that we have to get them early on. And I am really passionate about that. So I love the work that you're doing. And you just shared some of the ways, you know, you're helping um, these young girls consider a technology career. Any other uh, field trips or anything else that you want to add to what you said already? Well, we did one other event. It was the sort of a field trip on our part. There is a, a group in Pinellas County for uh, it's a, a place for kids to go before or after school mm-hmm. and uh, they are also very focused on stem and um, they're a client of ours so it was really kind of uh, perfect for us to be able to work with them so we went to one of the middle schools um, to their uh, before school program so we got there mm-hmm. in the morning and mm-hmm. we did an activity with them and, and we used legos and this was about that age you were mentioning their middle school mm-hmm. and so we did an activity and, and we said, okay, you can build whatever you want to build, but we gave them different jobs so they could see that being in technology doesn't only mean that you're a software developer. Uh-huh. There are uh-huh. many things that you could do. So one was a client and one was a uh, project uh, manager and one was the engineer and one was quality. And, you know, we let them have sort of different uh, positions uh-huh. on the team. And then, you know, they had a little competition at the end for uh, what they built. My group that I was in charge of built a school and they had so many fun ideas about, you know, high tech vending machines and all these different things that uh, they thought that they could do as part of the school. So so that was really fun. And the other thing that's very eye opening when I talk to these, uh, you know, middle school age girls is. Um, when we were talking about marketing and and digital advertising, you know, they know so much about social media and they said, well, you know, we need to have all these different channels and, you know, some things I never even heard of. Mm -hmm. He said, well, and we still need to have Facebook for the grandparents. And I thought, (laughs) that's us. (laughs) Crazy. That's but that's true. Yeah. At least they're thinking about, you know, all different age groups because that Facebook started with the young ones, but now I think it is mo- mostly older people, Right. you yeah. know, so that's their perception anyway. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. Um, I love that you're showing them that there's other job roles because a lot of times people think, Oh, you know, I don't want to code. I don't want to sit behind a computer. There's so many different job roles in tech. Uh, 
that they could really, really find joy in and have a lucrative career. So um, I'm so glad you showed that. That's amazing. That's great. So very fun. Yeah. So can you share with us your biggest challenge in your career and how you overcame it? Well, I think probably the biggest challenges that I've had in my career probably been around, you know, team communication, because that can just be difficult, you know, learning everybody's communication styles and, um, you know, working together as a team, you know, um, because I am, you know, I, my career has mostly been on the account management side and being the liaison between the client and our company, I work with lots of people inside the company and, um, you know, engineers, you know, you might have to approach them very differently than you approach, you know, someone in digital marketing and very true. Yeah. And, and just learning, you know, what, how can I say something that's going to help them understand what I'm saying and say it in a way that they're going to be receptive to it. And, you know, learning that skill of kind of understanding your teammates, how do they communicate? How can you best communicate to them? You know, that's, um, you know, take some time, I think, mm-hmm. that and figure that out. And, um, and that's did any of them to, help you kind of navigate through that communication? Or how did you kind of master that? Well, probably trial and error as much mm-hmm. as anything. But, um, yep. you know, when I've had that opportunity to, to pass that on, I definitely try to, um, because, you know, I've been part of conversations that almost become a stalemate. And then, you know, you can, separate people and say, okay, well, if you present it this way, I think that's going to help move this along. Or if you say it this way, I think that's going to help. Mm -hmm. I do that a lot in my mentoring sessions. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And it really does make a difference. So yeah, of course, yes, I've had um, good, you know, managers over the years who've helped with that. You know, I've had managers over the years help me to, um, pay more attention to detail. That was something that in my early days, I was not as strong at and Mm -hmm. um, through lots of mentoring, you know, really realized, you know, the devil is in the details. And Mm -hmm. and that's been a huge help in in my career, too. That's great. Um, Yeah. And, you know, we don't have to be perfect. We learn from our mistakes. That's Mm -hmm. the best thing Mm -hmm. to do, you know, and the challenges really help you grow. It's not a bad thing at all. Um, you know, when people say, oh, I don't do this well or whatever. Okay. You can work at it. Just like you said, you Mm -hmm. know, if you, you're not looking at the details as closely as you need to, then you've kind of trained yourself by mentoring and reading and other things in best practices around that. And you get better at it. Right. Right. Yes. I, I realize being perfect isn't attainable, but no conscientious is yes and aware yeah i think if you're aware this is your your downside then you work on that even more you know right exactly no that's great so stephanie who inspires you and why well i don't know if i have a specific person who i would um, say inspires me but one thing i've been very inspired by recently And I just think it's such a great sort of movement that we're going toward is I read a lot, especially, I mean, a ton of this on LinkedIn about, you know, the future of 
marketing technology is really about uh, partnerships and building out partnerships. And I think that the the um, way to market is going to be changing probably over the next decade, mm-hmm. that it's mm-hmm. not going to be these companies sort of, they're all um, specialists in what they do and sort of pitting themselves against each other, that it really is going to be about companies working together and bringing valuable um, information to the market. So much about, you know, what I see is providing valuable content, not putting content back behind gated walls or, Mm -hmm. you know, you have to enter all your contact information to download this paper. Mm -hmm. You know, it really is going to be much more about um, relationships and trust. And I, I really like where I think business is headed, uh, especially in the marketing technology space, because that's where we live and, and where I spend most of my time researching. Uh-huh. And and I find all that to be very inspirational. You know, I, I do I love the idea of people coming together to find solutions. And, you know, some sometimes all of the new technology can seem scary, you know, what mm-hmm. GPT can do and, you know, Dolly, you know, and all these image image creators and, you know, are people going to need jobs in the future? And, mm-hmm. you know, there can be a lot of things that are intimidating about that, but I really think it's mostly opportunity. Mm-hmm. You know, we've, all, we've gone through these evolutions in the past and I think there is a lot of opportunity out there and the idea of people coming together and creating ecosystems and working as partners, I think is a really interesting and and inspiring way to think about business. I love that. Yeah. And I think thought leadership is very, very important, you know, and like you said, not gating everything and making sure that you're getting all this contact information. People are so overwhelmed with their emails and with their, you know, just everything because trying Mm -hmm. to do, emails, trying to make sure you're checking your voicemail, you're, you're checking your social media, you're posting on your social media. There's just so much to do. And so if you can make it simpler for, you know, the average person, um, they're going to really focus on working with you anyway. Right. I think so. Yeah. It's creating the relationship, building trust. I think that's, that's really going to make the impact. I agree. I agree. I love that. So this is a selfish question because I love to travel and I add to my bucket list every so often. (laughs) So what is your most favorite place that you've traveled to and why? We took a really great family vacation uh, two summers ago and, you know, we live in Florida, so we're in the East coast of the U S but we went over to um, Yellowstone and we knocked a bunch of national parks off of our bucket list. So went national park hopping and uh, I have three kids and um, they all have the national park passports Mm -hmm. and and get them stamped and validated, you know, when you go to each of the parks and we filled up the, the West uh, Western U.S. section. We've completely filled that passport. Uh, wow. It was really fun. We went to Yellowstone and Grand Tetons and the Badlands. I love the Badlands because those are open and you can climb around and climb on all the different rocks and you're not really constrained on, you know, specific paths. 
So we had a lot of fun doing that. And then we went to um, a, a wind, Windy Cave, I think it was called, um, Mount Rushmore. You yeah. know, we knocked off a ton of national parks. So it was such a great trip. We got. I to- love that. I, I really want to add national parks to my list because I have not really been to any, believe it or not. I mean, I've been to Grand Canyon, but, you know, that's it. (laughs) Um, So I love what you did because not only are the kids engaged, they're loving it, they're learning from each of the parks they're visiting. That's what a great exercise Mm -hmm. to do with your family. That's really nice. I love that. And you did the whole Western section. Wow. So where are you going next? (laughs) Well, I don't know. We didn't do the Southwest, so we did, we have not done the Grand Canyon, and mm-hmm. so I know there's a lot uh, in the Southwest um, that we haven't seen yet. So maybe well, that. If you're ever in Arizona, look look me up, and that's where I am okay. uh, most of the time. But I travel quite a bit too, so you know, hopefully our schedules will line up, and we can meet for a cup of coffee or a glass of wine. Uh, that'd be great. Well, if you do decide to start going to national parks, definitely get the passport because when you go, oh to yes, yes, you can stamp them, and it's fun. It just makes it fun. Yeah, I love that. Okay. I'm adding that. <laughs> so, Stephanie, in closing, what advice do you have for women thinking about a career in technology? I would just encourage them to um, realize that there is a, a wide variety of careers available. So it's not just software engineering. You know, if you're a person who likes sales, if you're a person who likes um, working with clients or advertising, marketing, software engineering, quality assurance, there's so many different avenues to consider. So it's not just, you know, one path or there could be many things. And, um, and I, and I think the opportunities right now are just kind of endless with all the new technology that's coming out. Um, so many, um, new and interesting ways. I think people are going to be able to get involved in technology and what we talked about with the Girl Scouts. I really did like it, you know, technology for good, you know, Mm -hmm. what, uh, how can we use it to, you know, pull trash out of the ocean? <laughs> I love that. I love that. So, yeah, that's great, great advice. And um, so this was such a pleasure and such an honor. Thank you for all the work that you're doing to get young girls interested in tech and helping women uh, in tech with their challenges and questions and those types of things so that you can have retention uh, in the field. So that's great. Please share with our listeners how they can get a hold of you. I would say the easiest way is probably on LinkedIn. I'm uh, Stephanie Sharif on LinkedIn, and I check it every day. So that would probably be the easiest. Okay, great. Well, thank you again, Stephanie. This was such a pleasure. Really enjoyed our time together, and I hope we can meet in person soon. Okay, thank you. I also appreciate your time. Thank you. Sure. Thank you for listening to Tech in the Right Direction. Please take a minute to subscribe or follow so that you never miss an episode. Also, don't forget to like, share, and comment. Thank you. See you next week. From IT skill enhancements to end user adoption training, Directions Training is your resource to help optimize the effectiveness of your technology investments. Over half a million students have taken advantage of our wide selection of technology and business training solutions covering the most popular applications today, such as Microsoft 365, Azure, Windows 10, and more. 
As a podcast listener, we invite you to take advantage of an exclusive offer. Receive 30 days of free access to our Microsoft official curriculum on-demand courses for IT professionals or end users. Visit us at www.directionstraining.com podcast to claim this offer today. Hurry, this offer is only available for a limited time. Success is a journey. Ask for directions.